was uh, hammer to fall, waiting for the hammer to fall. Like Queen. It's kind of a homage or an intro to my Queen review or Bohemian Rhapsody review. Hold on just a sec. So yeah, it's my Bohemian Rhapsody review. Uh, I just recorded six minutes on my podcast app. I'm going to stop using that app because it sucks. Um, <laughs> my Podbean app <sighs> keeps limiting how many minutes I can record for some strange reason. But anyway, yeah, I just got out of the movie a little while ago. And uh, direct, it was directed by Brian Singer, which I uh, you know, didn't know. Um, Brian Singer of X-Men fame. And, uh, you know, I've always been a fan of, uh, Queen since I was a kid. I listened probably to one of the first songs through my brother's, uh, Public Enemy CD or tape. They sampled, uh, Flash Gordon soundtrack. Uh, so they used, uh, uh, Flash! Ah! In the background. Uh, while the character, while the uh, rapper was... Rapping uh, something about Terminator X. Terminator X was the the guy's name. I don't know. It was silly, but I just really dug the background music. And then I, I got to listen to the Greatest Hits 1 and 2 sometime during high school. A good friend of mine uh, was into Queen. Um, and we'd listen to that driving around town. Um, we were both fans of Highlander. And... Uh, the music from Highlander, and so uh, I was pretty much a fan after that. Um, I don't have too many albums of theirs, but it's, you know, I got a few, you know, but I've always meant to get more of their uh, their back catalog, and I probably will now that the movie's out, and uh, uh, I was impressed. I liked it. The movie starts off at the end where uh, Freddy's performing at Live Aid, and, uh, and then it goes back to the beginning when he was starting out um, as a, uh, a a bag luggage bagger at an airport, and uh, and he uh, he ends up going to visit a band that that he likes, and uh, he ends up uh, you know auditioning for a couple of the band members because the lead singer either quits or something happens there. So he auditions for him and. Uh, the guy says, "Well, you know, your teeth are terrible. You can't, uh, you can't be a front, front uh, leading uh, lead singer or whatever." And uh, uh, you know, poor Freddie, he's like, "Oh, okay, whatever." And he he does a little, he sings for him a little bit, and they're kind of blown away by it. And uh, no, it was neat. It was a neat little piece. One of the bandmates is uh, Brian May, who. The guy that's playing Brian May looks just like him in real life. So it maybe it's maybe it is Brian May and they de-aged him, but it's pretty amazing. Um, the guy's such a he acts just like the guy in real life too. So it's wow, perfect. Um, like I said, maybe it is Brian May playing his own part. I don't know. <laughs> um, in a lot of ways, this movie is a straight-on bio biopic. Um, they're they're not getting too abstract with it, um, you know. I'm reminded of uh, Beyond the Sea with uh, Kevin Spacey, and uh, I really like that one. And 
they got a little abstract with with the uh, with the movie, which was neat. I, I I kind of enjoyed that they went off off the rails a little bit, but this one stays a little pretty much on the rails. Um, just showing you the the ending of the movie a little bit, and then how he got there, um, and it's pretty straightforward. Um, the guy that plays Freddie Mercury is is awesome. He's dead on. I mean, he's not as tall as Freddie was, or as big, but he definitely has a physique, his physique going on, and the mannerisms and the the gestures that he does while he's singing. And you know, one of the things that blew me away was, I think the guy that that's that's acting and it's is singing is singing the songs too either that or they found some of Freddie's uh, alternate tracks uh, because it, they match perfectly to how he's singing in the movie boy I, I'm going to research to see if he's really singing Freddie's song because he's dead on he's really really close and it's an impressive thing to do to have that range that Freddie had and he he sounds pretty dang good, pretty pretty dang close. It's scary, so that's an impressive feat to not only do the uh, you know to act like them and the impersonations of them, but to uh, actually sing like he does. Pretty much, ex pretty dang as close as one can get without being Freddie Mercury. That's impressive. Um, that's a, quite a feat in itself. So. I could see this being up for uh, the guy that's playing the lead to be, uh, you know, to get an award. Uh, also, the guy that's playing Brian May to get an award because he's just like him. <laughs> and the other bandmates look a lot like the ones in real life. Um, I haven't, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen, I mean, I've seen interviews with the other bandmates, but the ones that pop to mind most is Freddie and Brian. And this is a lot, a lot of this is, you know, it's it's a story of the band and Freddie, but make no mistake, it's it's a solo, it is a solo story about Freddie, more or less, um, and his, uh, you know, his he, you know, he had a girlfriend that he uh, fell in love with, and they were hitting it off real good, and uh, his parents were real conservative, and uh, Pakistani, um, which I never really knew, and. Uh, they didn't want him to obviously go in that direction. They wanted him to be, oh, a good boy, and to, and to do what they wanted him to do. And he went to go do his own thing and be inspired by uh, making music, which was, which is cool. Um, so it's got a good message about that and about um, doing what you love to do and uh, and going after that and saying the heck with the consequences. This is my path. Um, now, it goes through some of the relationships, like when he started to veer off uh, the heterosexuality a little bit <laughs> and go a bit by. So there is that. So you got to be ready for that. Um, <laughs> you kind of know that. Go hopefully, you know, if you're going to see this movie, you're a fan of uh, Queen in some way. So it's like, well, that's probably going to be covered. So, And it is. It's interesting how they do it. Um, there's a dynamic between, uh, Freddie and one of the, uh, uh, I don't know what his, uh, if he's a, pro a sound producer in it or something, but he plays, uh, one of the, like the right hand, hand, um, hand men to, uh, to Freddie and they, he ends up, uh, um, hooking up with them and, and all that. It doesn't get too, too graphic, but you know, there's, 
there's a back and forth between him and and then Freddie was seeing his his girlfriend, so he uh, or what she ended up breaking up with him because she because he told her that she was he was bisexual and yeah, so there's there's some uh, there's some of that in this movie, and then um, yeah, there's, there it jumps around a lot. It's tough because there's a lot of so many hits to cover, so many albums. Uh, just a lot of stuff to do. Um, it's just it's not enough movie really to cover the life of of Queen and and I mean I wanted them to cover like when he did do the Flash uh, Gordon soundtrack, like what they went through for all that and and especially the Highlander uh, soundtrack, which they're known for a lot of those tracks and they do sing a couple of those tracks in the movie. Um, uh, in fact. I think the biggest thing about this is they do probably four songs in a row at the end for the Live Aid concert, which was awesome. You know, so I, I like that. Um, just it's it has sad, sad, bitter, bitter moments. Um, you know, I, I I feel that the movie doesn't quite cover enough. It, it feels like this could have even possibly been a trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> or at least a two-part movie, <laughs> just because the uh, the presence and everything that went into the songs of each of those albums. I mean, it's so epic. Um, Mike Myers is in this, and it, he, have, he even says in it, it's like I can't, I can't, I can't picture any any high schoolers headbanging to Bohemian Rhapsody, and there, he, of course he's doing this. Scottish accent that he loves doing. Um, <laughs> of course, in Wayne's world, he, you know, he had banged to uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. So, um, no, it's it's a neat movie. Um, it is. It's pretty straightforward. But uh, I don't. I don't. You know, I'm not like saying how dare they tell a story in linear fashion. You know, it's not. You know, I don't know. It's. Hmm. I I have to give this movie. I'll give it an eight out of ten. I think it's pretty dang good. I'm tempted to give it a nine, but again, they excluded um, both of those albums that I like so much, and so I have I'm a little biased. So it could be a nine, if not for my uh, you know I'm like hey, if you put in uh, Princes of the Universe, uh, maybe they could have had a, a couple minutes of them talking to uh, the, the producer or the director of Highlander or something to that effect or them going onto a, st a stage set to film a video to Highl Highlander. Um, same with the Flash Gordon stuff, you know, because their involvement was so heavy, you know, in, in, in those. Um, but, you know, and there's another star I, I took away because... Yeah, there's a neat video they did before he passed away where he's like skinny as a rail, you know. He's like, he's obviously you know, starting to get to the final stages of, of uh, you know, of, of, you know, the sickness he had. And uh, it's, that, that was a very touching video he made, you know. And uh, it's almost like he was telling the audience goodbye, you know, while he was singing the last part of the song. And, uh, yeah, 
there, there, there's a lot. There's some emotional stuff. The movie kind of makes you. Uh, when I was watching, and I was kind of, it made me kind of look at my own life in, in similar ways. You know, not that you know, you know, there's no bisexuality going on at all. Thank God. But uh, <laughs> anyway, um, it makes you think of uh, you know the importance of relationships in one's life, and um, uh, who who. Uh, who we hold on to and uh and having to hold on to that or to go after our, our dreams and and goals in our in our lives, you know, and how important those things are, you know, or aren't. So there's there's some things that I was thinking about while watching this movie and you know, that's what's interesting about it. It it's relatable in that way. And um that's it's a good movie. It's a pretty good movie. I, you know, um, it, it was it was hard to watch him singing at the end of the credits and all that. It's, it's, it's like he was a bigger than life kind of performer, and the presence that he brought onto the state the stage is was is, was amazing. And you don't see that these days, really. Someone that's so into it in that zone. And can really bring their range of voice up like that. Like, mm. Yeah, he was one of a kind, man. And every time you listen to his music, or I listen to it, it's just like you feel the power behind it every time. And, uh, you know, I, I got into it. I got into Queen a lot when they came out with Bohemian Rhapsody for the second time. And it hit, you know, around around the Wayne's World era. And uh, that was that was huge. I still remember watching that on TV. Uh, the video on the small screen TV, and uh, I can't in awe, and I was loving the I was loving the song so much, you know, and uh, the video how they cut from him performing to Wayne's World, and man, what how neat was that that they had like a kind of a comeback years after he died in in ninety one or whatever, and uh, that that song climbed the charts, it's unreal. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was 1991, one of my favorite years. And when I was watching that, that was like towards, right before things started getting bad in my life. So that I got a fond memory, memory of that. And, uh, on that note, I'll leave this review off and, uh, and, uh, I'll, I'll leave you with that. But, uh, not a bad movie. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I wouldn't mind actually seeing it again. Um. Because the performance is so solid, you know. It's a straightforward story, but it's so, there's solid performances all around. <laughs>